Good morning, good morning, good morning. <laughs> this is Kathy Brox and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. There's no way we can stand without the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is Lord Today, yesterday, forevermore Wherever you are, worship God Wherever you are, begin to worship God Whether you're at home or at work, in the kitchen, in the bathroom Cooking, cleaning, doing homework Take a moment to give God praise. If you're doing homework, definitely invite God in. If you're cooking breakfast, invite God in. Invite God to breakfast and invite him to lunch. Invite him to dinner. Invite the Lord Jesus Christ wherever you are. Whatever you like, he going to like to do too. He don't like sin, but when you sin, he there with you. But he, that's the voice that's telling you, don't do that. You're hurting yourself. Don't do that. That's not good for you. When you're doing something good, he'll applaud you. God will sing over you. Ask him to lead you in a way to go so that you can do things that are good, things that he likes to do. He likes to do things that are a blessing and not a curse. Things that help people and not hurt people. Some of you guys, some of you guys have gotten hurt over the years or recently. Some of you feel like you got to have a husband or you got to have a wife. And so you tolerate bad behavior because you want to be loved. You just want somebody to love you. Well, Jesus says that he loves you. Jesus Christ is Lord. The Bible says that in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. I'm talking as I'm putting things away here. As his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And then it says, verse 17, For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Oh my goodness. That's all of us. That lets us know that God loves us just as we are. Whether we are on top of the world or whether we are at our lowest, whether we are strong or weak, God loves us. Sometimes even strong people go through struggles. They go through trials and tribulations. I shouldn't say sometimes. It's all times. And so whether you are rich or poor, whether you are skinny or fat or healthy, tall or short, no matter what you are, you're going to go through some kind of trial or tribulation. I can tell you this, God did not make any form of abuse, spousal abuse, child abuse, um, neglect, or abuse on the job. I mean, I've experienced that myself. You, If you listen to the show, you heard me talk about it. Um, and so, God doesn't do those things. Those are not, those are not the, that's not something that God ordained. He did not approve it. He did not put that in your life. The enemy put that in your life. And so trials and tribulations, they don't come from God. They come from the enemy. And the enemy will try and influence absolutely anybody that he can. And the whole point is so that he can hurt God. Because when you hurt, Jesus hurts. And so what I want to tell you is that God is with you. If you will hold on and trust him. If you see trouble coming your way, begin to call on the name of Jesus. Say, Jesus, deliver me. See, when you call on his name, tell him what you want. When you call on Jesus' name, you see trouble coming. When you call on Jesus' name, tell Jesus what you want him to do. Tell him what you want. So somebody, if you see somebody coming at you and you see that their intentions is no good, or you know their previous intentions to be no good, say, Jesus, deliver me. Jesus, save me. God will move you around all hurt, harm, and or danger, including stopping that person. 
You can, God will make it such that you can stand next to that person and they will never see you. They won't smell you. They won't even know you around. Okay. God is well able. I want you to believe in the trust in him. Call on the name of Jesus. Call him. Call on the name of Jesus. God is loving and kind and generous. And he'll never do anything to hurt you. God is loving and kind and generous. And he'll never do anything to hurt you. I'm going to try not to sneeze on here. Um, but I, my morning sneeze is about to come through. <laughs> but God loves you. And he wants the best for you. And he's always moving on your behalf. And so no matter what's going on in your life, he will move you around all hurt, harm, and or danger. Trust him. He needs your permission to move in this earth. You're like, what? I thought he was God. He is God. But man has authority in the earth. And so he needs your permission to move in the earth. So tell, tell him, say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I give you permission to move on my behalf. You say, well, why am I praying to the Father if Jesus is, is Lord? Because... Just like you have a mother and a father, Jesus has a father. And the father, it's the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. And the father thinks the good things. Jesus loves the good things. And the Holy Spirit does the good things. And the Holy Spirit is the mind of Christ, Jesus Christ. And Jehovah God is the father of Jesus Christ. Amen. And so Jesus is the one that volunteered to pay the price on the cross for me, for you, and for everybody. Now, I know you're probably thinking, well, wait a minute. The person, the bully that's beating me up or that's bothering me, you mean to tell me Jesus will help them too? Yes. So don't think that just because Jesus will help the one that's being bad, that he won't help you and deliver you. He will help you and he will deliver you. It's a good thing that God is Lord over all, over the whole world, because he can tell that person within his heart, he can tell him or him or her to stop. And if he wants to, can he take their breath from them? Yes, he can. Can he tell them like he told Moses to go to sleep? Yes, he can. He would prefer not to. He would prefer for them to live out their life and to live a, live a blessed life without hurting people. And so whether it's a bully in your life or um, maybe there's, you know, maybe somebody's sick in your family or whatnot. God will move you around all hurt, harm, or danger, and he'll heal that person. And so you can pray for deliverance. Say, Jesus, deliver me. Jesus, heal me. And so, but when it comes to healing, um, you can tell them, Lord God, I'm believing for a healing. Um, and so how this is how you heal yourself. Because Jesus will tell you um, that uh, life and death is in the power of your tongue. And so you got to pray for yourself. And this is how you pray when you want healing. You say, whatever the sickness is, you say, I rebuke you sickness. And you name the sickness if you know. And then you say, body, I command you to heal yourself now in the name of Jesus. And so everything is done by the word of God and by the Lord Jesus Christ. And so you command your body to heal itself. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You command your body to heal itself and it will begin to heal itself. And when you pray for other people, you rebuke that sickness and you tell their body, I command you to be whole, to be healed. And so you can say, you can tell your whole body to be healed. And you can tell your whole body, don't you ever get, don't you ever allow sickness in me again. Body, don't you ever allow sickness ever again. You are whole. You are sound mind. And tell yourself, I am whole. I am of sound mind and sound body. And, um, oh God, there's something else I want to tell you. Um, and so that's, that's in Matthew chapter six, verse nine and 10. That's what Jesus said. And he said, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Jesus says in that moment that what that phrase mean versus it's a uh, Matthew six, chapter six, verse nine and 10, that phrase actually means what Jesus is saying. He said, I healed the whole world already. You are healed. And so he, he tells us to say, say, I am healed. Say, I am healed. 
And so you call forth your healing. So just like you call forth your healing, you can call forth your deliverance. Say, I am delivered from all hurt, harm, and or danger. I am delivered from all hurt, harm, and or danger. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. And you can say the same thing, um, whether the actions are physical or whether the actions are spiritual. And some people might think, oh, well, you, what do you mean? It didn't happen in the physical. That don't mean it's not happening. The spirit world is very powerful. And so um, things as like, for example, your thoughts are spiritual. As a man think of so is he. What that what is when it when the scripture says, as a man thinketh, so is he, that means that what's in the spirit will come to pass. And so as you think on a thing and you keep calling yourself that thing, you become that thing. And so um just, this is another reason why we don't judge other people because um because you will uh become the thing that you accuse other people of becoming of being pardon me i finally got that sneeze out my morning sneeze <laughs> all right so you'll be you don't want to you you this is the reason why you want to say good things about yourself and about other people because as a man think of so is he and um uh, the word of god says um judge not lest she be judged by the same measure that you judge another and so uh Glory to God. All right. So, um, is this thing? All right. So, uh, I got some script. I got the scriptures for you here. I paused this, uh, for a minute. My enthusiasm is still the same. I'm just focusing on, uh, the scriptures. I want to make sure I read you some of the scriptures. Proverbs chapter 23 verses six through eight says, eat not, eat thou not the bread of him that hath an evil eye, neither desire thou his dainty meats. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. The morsel which thou hast eaten, shalt thou vomit up and lose thy sweet words. Okay, so the thing I want you to focus on here is... um. Remember, as a person, think of so easy. So I want you to start having good thoughts about yourself. Say good things about yourself. If somebody tries to tell you that you no good and that you're a piece of junk, um, whether you're a child or an adult, say no. Jesus says that I am blessed. Jesus says that I am blessed. Jesus loves me. Jesus says that I can do anything I put my mind to because it's true. As a man think of in his heart, so is he. And the reference of man is both male and female. When God refers to man, he's talking about both male and female. And so as you think in your heart, so are you. As you think in your heart, so are you. And so, because um, with the thoughts of the heart, it's uh it's like it's a uh, having one one soundness with the mind. It's like one accord with the mind. And so um when Jesus talks about the heart, he talks about he's talking about the way you're thinking. He's talking about the mind. When he says uh as a man think of in his heart, so is he. And so um he's talking about your mind, will, emotions, imagination and consciousness. He's talking about that part of you. Um, that's the heart of man. The mind is the heart of man, not the thing that's bumping in the middle of the chest. Do, 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 do. That's a, that's a heart too, but that keeps the body running, running. Um, but it's the thoughts of man that keeps you saved. It gets you saved and keeps you saved. Um, happy is a man that acknowledges his need for the Lord. And so, um, that's one of the reasons why you get happy because you understand that you need God. Amen. Sometimes um, I see people that recognize hypocrisy. And um, when you are a hypocrite, it is difficult for people to follow you or to believe you because you'll say one thing and then the next you will do another. 
And without them understanding what you're doing, it don't make no sense. In Matthew chapter seven, it says, judge not, I'm on verse one through three, judge not that ye be not judged for with the, with, for with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but consider not the beam that is in thy own eye. And so uh, Jesus is going forth and uh, talking to them about hypocrisy and, um, and about um, acting like being like false witnesses and whatnot. Um, they'll put on the, the, the garment of the church, but then they act like heathens. And so Jesus is like, no, nah, you, you got, you, you, you got to get that, that self-righteousness out your eye. And sometimes you, you run across people um, that will be all holy in front in public, but in private, they are pure hell. Um, people that snatch on you. So like, for example, parents, parents are there to instruct and to bless and to lead in a way that'll prosper you. But when they start snatching on you and bruising you, then they're going too far. And some people recognize, whoa, hold on. I went too far. My apologies. That'll never happen again. Um, and some people are like, well, that's my child. I can do what I want. Actually, no, that's God's child. And no, you cannot do whatever you want. This is what a parent can do for a child. A parent can feed a child. A parent can give a child water, a safe place to sleep, um, clothes on their back, shoes on their feet. They can give them money in their pocket. They can help them with their homework. They can help them learn the Bible, learn to teach them how to pray, but they don't get to abuse. You're like, oh, what about correction? They, a parent has the right to correct the child when they're doing wrong, not tell them to shut up when they're voicing an opinion. When they're trying, because when people voice an opinion, oftentimes they're trying, they're asking you a question and it may not always be in a question form. But they're trying to get understanding. So if a, if you tell a child it's not okay to for people to hit you, but then you go or to beat you or to abuse you, and then you turn around and abuse the child or you beat on your wife or your wife beats on the, or the wife beats on the husband and the child is a witness to this, it confuses them. And so they're like, well, wait a minute. How are you doing this when you just said you see what I'm saying? And so what they see is a thorn in your eye. They look at you the way Jesus is looking at you. How are you saying that? But yet you doing this thing. Um, I've run across uh, men with spirits on them. And uh, sometimes they'll think that it's okay to like, for example, I'm, I'm going to just pick Chicago because I'm from Chicago. So, um, I was uh, I was uh, walking down the street one day, minding my own business, and this guy came up to me, and he fisted me in my vagina from behind. We what, what that is is you take your fist, you ball it up, and you shove it up in between somebody's legs, and he hurt me. But for some reason, he thought that was okay. Now I admit he was uh some form of uh he was it wasn't retardation, but it was some form of slowness, but. He wasn't, he was, he understood enough that he was able to go to school on his own. He was able to ride a, ride a bus. I think he even had a driver's license and he had a job. And so he had understanding of right from wrong and he knew right from wrong. Um, but for so long, people had uh, just let him do whatever he wanted to do because he was kind of strong. And so, um, and so me being the person that I am, I turned and I saw who it was and I said, well, why'd you do that? And he started cursing me out. I said, okay, I'm going to go tell your daddy. And he's like, you ain't going to do nothing. You ain't going to do nothing. I said, no, I'm telling your daddy. Now we were both teenagers. Um, and I didn't have the good sense to know that I should not knock on his door because uh, these were people I grew up with. And so to me, since they were people I grew up with, in my mind, they weren't going to hurt me. Because, you know, I grew up with y'all. Y'all grew up with my brother. You know, uh, you know, we used to go to school together and whatnot. So I'm thinking, I'm going to go tell your daddy. I'm going to tell your brother. You're going to stop this. Because I was just so angry. And so I went. I went down to his house. I knocked on the door. And true enough, these people, the door that I knocked on, you know, they carry AK-47s as a sidearm. And so 
I, but my mom was like, look, y'all, y'all see my face. Y'all know who I am. Y'all know I ain't got nothing on me. I ain't, I don't do no recordings or nothing. And I just told him, I said, yo, your brother, blankly, blank, blank. He did this, this, and this. I want you to tell him to stop. And they were mad that he did that because he bringing unwanted, he was bringing unwanted attention uh, to him. And they knew who I was. They like, man, all right, we got you. Don't worry about it. Don't say, don't say that to nobody. We going to get him. And sure enough, they did. Uh, Cause I guess he had ran to the house and ran up in the back. And um, I heard them yelling at him. And they's like, we got this. Don't worry about it. You ain't got to worry about this no more. I was like, okay, thank you. And so I went on my way and I never had to worry about it no more. No more. If if he saw me, he was going across the street. He he wouldn't even come in my direction. Because that, you know, they had told him, you know, that ain't whether we want attention or not, that ain't right to do that. You know, if you want a woman, then you 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 talk to her like you're a gentleman. And believe it or not, these were gentlemen, even though they did live a different kind of life. They had a code and the code was you don't do that to women. Women are not to be treated as whores, especially black women. But women in general are not to be treated as whores. And you don't go up and start punching on them. And so um, I said, I give you that example is that there are lots of men and women out there that will do justly and that will stand up for you and that will uh, do the right thing. You see what I'm saying? But there's also people out there that. They won't do the right thing if, you know, cause that, and, and the reason why I was, I felt comfortable enough to go, go to his house and to knock on the door to talk to his parents and his family as, you know, and whatnot was because I knew them to be of a caliber, even though they were doing X, Y, Z, they still had a code of honor about them, which was, you don't assault women. You don't do that to women. You don't do that. If a man stands up and is a shield and a protection, not not a device for horror and destruction on a woman or female of any kind and, you know, young women and young kids. And so anytime you find a man that is uh, assaulting you physically, sexually, mentally, that he is not he has no code of honor. He is not walking in the word of God. He's not in faith. He's not in Jesus. He's away from God. And so uh, you need to go, you need to go and tell somebody what's happening. And so if it's a bully at school, whether it's male or female, go tell a teacher, tell somebody what's happening. If it's something that's happening at home, tell somebody what's happening. Tell somebody what is happening. So you can tell a big sister or you can tell your aunties, your uncles, your grandmas, your grandpas. Tell somebody what is happening. Um... You can even uh, secretly, uh, you can go, you can, there's, you can tell a doctor, you can tell like, um, you can go to the police. I'm sometimes hesitant to even say go to the police, but that's where you should be going. But you got to find one that you got to, you got to pray and ask God, who can you talk to? Cause, uh, just cause they have on a uniform that don't make them righteous. Um, and so you got to ask God wh- who's the right person to talk to, because like I said, people wear different uniforms. And so you got to make sure you're not getting a bad guy or a bad person. Um, you can tell the church, somebody in church, um, and whatnot, you know, it's something just act, tell God, most importantly, whatever you do, tell Jesus, whatever's going on. If you got something good going on in the house, tell Jesus. If something bad going on in the house, tell Jesus. If you got a thought about something and you just want some clarity, tell Jesus all about it. You see what I'm saying? And so, um, you can, you can pray within yourself. I know some of y'all don't like talking out loud sometimes or whatnot, but remember you are a speaking spirit and you're supposed to speak. And so you can pray within yourself. You can pray when you're in the shower. You can ask God to cover you um, as you pray so that your prayers are, uh, are not heard by others. Um, and um, you have a right to take a shower on your own. Don't no man need to get in a shower with you. You, you see what I'm saying? Toddlers need a need a person to help them with a well, one and two need to help. You know, between zero to like one, two and three, they may need help taking a, a bath. But once they reach the age one and, and a baby can sit up, you don't really need to get in it. You don't you don't you know, just sit them in a the tub in a little bit of water 
and then teach them their hands and their face and how to and give them the soap and let them play and wash themselves. And you can wash them, but teach them from an early age how to wash themselves. Because uh, I, I tell you this because that's how I train my nieces and nephews when they were growing up. Once they once they were able to sit up, once they could hold their head up and they could sit up, once they each reached the age of one, what I began to do and their mother began to do is to tell them, this is your hands, this is your ears, this is your mouth, this is your eyes. And so you tell them the parts of their body, right? And so what I would do is I would start telling them, now you take the soap and you put it on the rag. and you, Well, I tell them to wet, well, I would make up a song. You wet the rag, you put the soap on the rag, and you rub it. Duh, 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 duh. And I was like, do it. And so I would sing to them. <laughs> I would sing to them the wash up. I, I got a, I wrote a book called the, something is called the wash up or wash me somewhere anyway. And so I would write, I would, uh, <laughs> I would sing to them how to wash themselves. And I would tell them, wash your face, close your eyes so you don't get no soap in your eyes. And so I would tell them to rinse their face. And so I would have them doing it themselves and I would not wash them. At a certain point, I was like, no, you can do it. Now, if I saw them struggling with the soap, I would cut the soap in half and make it small enough so that they could see it, so that they could hold it, but big enough so that it'll make a lather so they can wash themselves. You see what I'm saying? And so um, I would teach them how to clean themselves. And then I started teaching them how to put their own shirt on, how to put their own pants on, how to put on their socks, how to match their socks, how to put their shoes on, which one is right. Which one is left? Even at even at two, three years old, they be like, they just kids just put on shoes. But I was like, I will put it on on the wrong foot on purpose. I say, see how that feels weird, and then I will put it on the right foot on the correct feet, and I say, see that feels better. And now you know the difference. And so one of the little boys, one of my nephews, he learned quick. Oh, I got my shoes on backwards, and so. <laughs> And so you, you teach them from an early age how to help themselves. And one of the first things they do to help themselves is to clean themselves. To, and you teach them how to blow their own nose. You teach them how to wipe themselves. You teach them how to wash their hands after they come out of the, after they use the bathroom. You teach them how to, how to shower, how to take a bath, how to tie their shoes. You teach them how to read. Every day they're alive, you should be teaching them how to read and how to understand what they're reading, how to break down the words, how to look at people and not necessarily judge them for harm, but judge in a, in a sense to see, is this a good person? Is that not? What should I pray for them for? teach them to see but not to do harm you see what i'm saying and so um and teach them to love you want to teach them to love most importantly and so that sometimes that comes with how they treat their teddy bears because how they treat their teddy bears how they're going to treat their little puppy dog <laughs> so if they're throwing their teddy bear around the around the room they're going to throw their puppy dog around the room and then the puppy dog going to come back and try and bite them and so you don't want that and so um i say that's to say is God loves you and uh, he wants the best for you. God wants the best for you. He wants you blessed. He wants you to love. He wants you to not do hurt. He wants you to be a blessing and not a curse. And if something is not going right in your life, he wants you to say something. You got to say something, even to the person that's like, for example, it is a bully finds it odd when you try and strike back and they still may hit you. But at the same time, they'll know that you're not tolerating this. So let's say, for example, um, I was in school and I was being bullied because I was super skinny. I mean, I was super skinny and I had pop bottle glasses and um, people were uh, this one girl. She was about, I would say, three times my size. <laughs> <laughs> she was probably maybe 180, maybe 200 pounds, but I was about 60 pounds. Well, now let me see here. I was about like eight. I think I was about eight years old. I was about eight years old and she kicked me, but she's a grown woman and she was picking on me. I couldn't figure out why is this grown woman picking on me. And sure enough, she was picking on me and she kicked me. I was like, why is she kicking me? And I just got so tired. And I was kind of, I ain't gonna lie, I was afraid of her because I was eight and she was grown and she was bigger than me. And so, and so, <clears throat> okay. And so I was like eight years old and she was an adult and she was picking on me and she, we was at a block club party 
and she pushed me in the back and then she kicked me in the back. And I was like, what is going on? And so I turned and she was saying something. I don't remember what she said. I just know I just got, I was afraid of her, but I just got so tired. And I was like, stop. <laughs> Can you imagine an eight-year-old telling an adult to stop? Uh, I was just so angry. Um, I don't know. I thought for a second, I thought she was trying to get my attention for somebody else. But I'm like, there's better ways to get somebody's attention than to kick somebody. And so uh, I think that both of them, because uh, I don't remember the whole thing. I just remember getting kicked and punched. And I remember her being angry and she started cursing at me. And I couldn't figure out why she was cursing at me. And so um, she it was just some spirit of just hate and evil all over her. But I turned around as an eight-year-old and I said, stop, stop. And I was saying it loud that, you know, other people turned around. <laughs> other people turned around. And so sometimes you got to get loud with a bully. You got to get loud with them and just start screaming, stop. As loud as you can, like that, like you're trying to get somebody's attention because there's a fire or something. You got to say, just stop. Scream, stop, whatever they're doing, say whatever they're doing, stop hurting me, stop kicking me, get off of me, get out of this, I'm in, you in my shower, why are you in my, why are you in the shower with me, why are you coming in the bathroom with me, get out, I'm a little girl, I'm a little boy, get out, you don't, you a bit, you a grown man, get out of my shower, get out, just scream, just start screaming. I don't know why I keep saying that. I keep seeing that in my mind. Like some adult went into the shower with with some young child, which is weird. Um, when I was little, you know, people would, because only one bath in the house, so people would be like, close the curtain. I got to pee. And so, but my mom put a stop to that because she's like, well, they're little girls. You can wait. You're a grown man. You can hold it. And so, um, so you just got to have respect uh, for kids. Kids are people too. And sometimes uh, people like people overrun kids because they little like, ah, you little, you don't matter. But kids do matter. Adults matter. Every, just every life matters. And so you gotta, you gotta just start saying, I matter. I matter. Stop. And so, um, my grandma, God bless her soul. My grandma was a little feisty little thing. She was all a super, super tiny, tiny, short, short, so short that you could at I think I was about like maybe nine, ten, I could probably see on the top of her head so little. <laughs> she was a short little thing. <laughs> anyway. Uh she, she because she was so little, she was loud. She was loud because she was so little and she, but she, she just, she had to let people know you are not going to beat me down. You are not going to hurt me. Now, true enough. She wasn't always right in all her actions. Um, it's just that she had a big mouth. And so I just use her as an example. Somebody with a big mouth <laughs> when she would see injustice though, she would come to the rescue. And so she was loud about that. She was uh, she was loud about uh, injustice because when you know better, you do better. So uh, oftentimes when you get older, you know better, you do better. But I say um, you can do better even at a young age. And so doing better could be just being OK with saying, hey, I don't like that. I know I may have said that I like this before, but I'm telling you now with with my new understanding, I don't like that. Don't do that. And you can use it as an adult. Some people, uh, some women get talked into doing things that they shouldn't do. And then later on, they decide, I don't really like that. I don't want to do that. It's okay to say, hey, I don't like that. I don't want to do that. I've changed my mind. I have changed my mind. I don't like that. I don't want to do that. And so I encourage you, uh, ladies, um, do not, and men, I don't, because all kinds of things happen. You'd be surprised at things that happen in the world. But anyway, all kinds of things happen. And so I would behoove you to not allow, first off, don't let anybody take advantage of you and your kids. Like, for example, there's many women that are in shelters today um, because they allow some person in their life 
to beat on them and their children. And um, one lady allowed a man to take the life of her son. He was eight years old. And he, he because she felt like she needed a man in the house and he over disciplined this child. He basically beat him and starved him to death. Disciplining is not starving. You do not starve people. That's not discipline. That's abuse. All right. You don't monitor absolutely everything a person eats. Kids are going to eat. Just let them eat. Burgers, hamburgers, hot dogs, and stick some vegetables with it. Stop putting kids on a diet that you use. You're an adult. They're kids. And so they need more nutrients. You giving them no dairy. Kids need dairies for strong bones. You giving them no tomatoes. They need tomatoes for strong bones. They need carrots for strong eyes. Stop making them eat a bunch of carby, whatever you don't do that to them. There's so many women out here is trying to lose weight. And then you see your child and you see yourself and your child and you start calling them fat. They will be whatever you call them. So stop calling them fat. Call them beautiful. Call them healthy. Call them strong. But call them fat and ugly and tell them ain't nobody going to want you. Ain't nobody going to love you. And then you allow some dude to come in on them. You know how confusing that is. That is absolutely confusing and makes me want to dot you in the eye. But God said I can't, so I won't. <laughs> that ain't to no particular person. Look, I'm over here. I'm over all the way here in Texas, and you could be at somewhere in Switzerland somewhere. And I'll still say I want to dot you in the eye. So <laughs> they have shelters all over the place. So I don't think that I'm talking to a particular person. I'm just talking. I'm just talking as as God has given it to me. And I pretty much don't care. You can come yell at me, scream at me, whatever. I'm going to be like, well, are you doing such and such a thing? Well, if you're doing such and such a thing, then you need to stop because Kathy don't care. I don't care at all. I don't care about your feelings if you hurting somebody. I mean, if you ain't hurting nobody and somebody's saying you did, that's a whole other thing. Then we can pray about that. If you ain't doing something, but somebody's accusing you of doing something you ain't done, we can pray about it. And this is what my prayer will be. So you can, you can come, I'll come in agreement with this. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, reveal the truth. Let the truth be revealed. That's what I pray. That's what I pray when uh, Bill Cosby was in that situation. When he first got, and that stuff first came to light and they were going through that me too thing. I said, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, let the truth come to light. And so what his, his actions came to light, even though it came illegally. Um, and also the actions that they did that were unjust against him came to light, which caused him to be made free. And so when you when you pursuing justice, you can't be unjust. You can't do an unjust thing to justify a just thing. It doesn't work like that. You got to be upright and just at all times. All right. And so if you out there doing something to somebody, you beating on your wife or you telling your, your son that he a girl, he a bee, he, he ain't no good. He a wimp. He ain't no wimp. He a child. He ain't no wimp. He a child. Let him be a child because I guarantee you, if you don't let him go through the stages of childhood and his youth, he'll be a child at the age of 50 because you didn't let him grow up. Bless your son. Bless your daughter. Bless them. That means you got to pray over them. Pray over them every day. And when they reach, when they go through, when as they get through each milestone, they go from zero to, to, to one to toddler. They go from toddler to young, young person, a youth. And they go from youth to teenager. And they go from teenager, they graduated high school, they're an adult. And they go from adult from uh, high school into college, and they graduate. You pray over every milestone they have. Those are big years. Those are big things. Pray over them every day. But you, you bless them. When they turn 18, you bless them. Because by the time they get 18, they should be ready to take on the world. They should be ready. You got to tell them you are ready. Tell them. Don't wait till they get 18. Just tell them I'm preparing you for life. And I'm preparing you, preparing you so that when you get 18, you'll be able to hold your own. You'll still be learning, but you'll be able to hold your own. I'm preparing you and I'm sending you out at 18. You'll be full grown and you'll be able to do, you'll, you'll be a blessing. You'll be blessed to be a blessing. And so you want to prepare, you want to pray for your kids. All right, pray for them. Yeah, Kathy, do you have kids? No, but I raised a few. They ain't mine. I ain't give birth to none. 
but you know, I, I help raise a few. Those are people will let me because I'm the I'm the type of person I don't believe in hitting kids. I mean, I don't believe in hitting them like every situation. You gotta hit them every situation. No, I'll talk to them. Why? Because they're gonna remember the words. If you keep beating them and beating them, only thing they're gonna remember is the beating. But if you talk to them, they remember the words. And when they get a situation get in a situation that could get them in trouble, they're gonna remember the words. They're going to remember the words and the instructions of what they should do. So you that's the reason why you want to talk to your kids more than you spank them. Because you want them to remember what they should do when they get in a situation. Or what they should do to get out of a situation. Or what they should do to not get into a bad situation. That's the most important. What should I do to not get myself in a bad situation? I want to prosper. I want to grow. But I don't want to be in jail for prospering and growing. What should I do? My friends are doing this. It look cool. They got all the girls. They got all the boys. They get, they got people around them. They cool. But I want to I want to have fun and enjoy myself. Or I want to enjoy myself. But I don't want to go to jail for enjoying myself. So then you got it. what you say when you tell your child, you are your own person. You don't follow somebody down a bad road. They're going to remember that. Don't sell drugs because it's going to get you in jail. You're going to spend your whole youth in jail, locked up behind bars, stuck in, in, a, in a four by nine cell with somebody that's 300 pounds and farts all the time. And y'all, y'all got us a little two by three window to get air in. Tell them they don't want to be in jail. Jail ain't for them. You be sure you tell them that. You don't want to be in jail. Jail ain't for you. Prison is not for you. You you are not a prisoner. Prison is not for you. That is not your life. That is not your future. That's not your present. That's not your future. You've been made for something great. And tell them, you tell your children, you have been made for something great. Tell them to say that. Matter of fact, make that a part of your saying every morning. When you pray over them, the last thing you say, is you tell them, hey, you have been made for something great. Start off with that. You have been made for something great. Pray for them. Then tell them you have been made for something great. And, and then ask them, hey, what have you been made for? And they, they'll be able to respond. I've been made for something great. I shall have a great day today. You see what I'm saying? You got to get that in and get them to, to start speaking life to themselves and about themselves. So when they encounter mess, they'll be like, nah, that's mess. It's stink. I'm staying away from that. You see what I'm saying? And so you got to bless your kids. You just got to, you got to love them enough to bless them. All right. And like I said, uh, so God loves the whole world. God came for the whole world and he wants all of us blessed. So I just want to uh, offer you salvation here. Jesus loves all of us. It says, and like I said before, in John three sixteen and 17, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, repeat this prayer confession. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead. That I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly. 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus. And share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. With the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God.
Amen. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 I do apologize. I was not focused for a minute. I just saw something. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right. So what do you do uh, now that you're saved? You go to LUTGradio.com and go to the salvation page. <laughs> you basically, you take authority uh, over uh, any, uh, you take authority over your life, uh, speak to any sickness, uh, rebuke it, and command your body to be healed. Um, whatever area of the body it is, if it's, if you got a bolt, if you got a bunch of things happening, just bless the whole body, speak to your whole body, speak to your finances. If you have any issues with your finance, um, and i uh, start the 10 week, uh, foundations course, uh, read the Holy Bible, starting off with the book of John and pray every day and ask God for a church that you can go to that teaches from the Holy Bible in spirit and in truth. And uh, continue taking authority over your life. Command, speak life into your life. Amen. Um, you often hear me say, well, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I will put it like this. I will not defend people that is doing bad things. I will not. I will pray for them, but I won't defend them. So if you're doing something bad, I pray that you stop and that you begin to do what is good. Don't take life. Don't hurt people. Don't abuse people. Don't mistreat people. God wants to deliver you. If you are hearing this message, God wants to deliver you. Why does he want to deliver you? Because judgment is coming, bruh. Judgment is coming. It's a coming. Judgment is a coming. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm I'm being serious, even though I'm just making fun. But, I mean, just having a little fun at the end here. Uh, judgment is coming. And, um, and so you got to ask yourself, am I ready to meet Jesus? Am I ready to stand before him? Cause he coming and he's going to say, why did you do that? I sent many a people to help you. You ignored every one of them and you kept doing whatever you doing. So it could be for somebody that's a bully in school. You kept being a bully. Why is that? I love you, but you didn't show any love. And often, um, uh, I should, I should, let me give more little context to bullies in school. Kids that are bullies in school are more than likely being hurt at home. Even if it ain't like from a parent, it it could be not, it could be not anybody in the family, but it could be somebody in in their neighborhood, somebody that's beating on them. So they don't know how to handle it. So they go beat on somebody that's smaller than them. Because somebody that's bigger than them is beating on them. You see what I'm saying? See, that's a cycle. And you got to break the cycle. And so if you're a kid that's get, that you you became a bully and you know why you became a bully, say, Jesus, help. Help me. I don't want to be a bully no more. And I don't want to get bullied no more. Help. It could be, um, it could be um, you know, something at work. Sometimes we have bosses if you're working for anybody, you know, they're, they're the boss or the owner of the company. Um, they only they they can only give you instructions while they're there, while you're in their offices doing their work. And you, as long as you're representing them, then, yeah, you, you have to live a, a, to their specifications. But you don't have to sin. You don't have to you don't have to sin, nor do you have to participate in sin or illegal activity. Um, so sometimes you have to, and whenever you encounter that stuff, always tell the person in authority, no, no, that's immoral or no, that's a crime. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to jail for you. Tell them ain't no job worth your, your freedom. Ain't no job worth your freedom. Say, look, what you do is on you. I man, this ain't even none of my business. Walk away. Look, look, don't start shooting at me. And look, I right, look, what you do is your business. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I ain't matter of fact, I ain't heard nothing. You know what I'm saying? Just exit yourself out of that. I ain't heard nothing. Look, I'm up. And go. Don't wait for him to dismiss you. Just look, I'm told you. Don't bring that mess to me. I ain't into that. 
whatever crazy because sometimes people will ask you to do things that they don't want to do themselves because they want to see that what the outcome is they'll use you as a guinea pig say no you are blessed and highly favored god made you beautiful wonderful strong talented courageous he made you to be an awesome person a wonderful person he made you to be somebody that would do something blessed and good god made your life that he he made you such that he could do something good with your life all you got to do is believe him i don't i ain't trying to bring up a whole nother subject this is the same subject you you got saved amen let me know you got saved now remember don't forget the message What's the message? Lord God, do something good with my life. And when he does something, when God wants to do something good with your life, he moves you around all hurt, harm, and danger. Why? Because in the midst of, you, it's difficult to do something good in your life when you are being beat upon and pounced on. Why? Because those things come out of you. And they, they come out in different ways and in different actions. And so say, God, save me, deliver me, do something good with my life. Do something good with my life. Do something good with my life. When he does that, he's going to make sure there's not a thorn in your eye. He's going to make sure that you're not doing a bad thing and then doing a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you do, you're, doing a, you're doing a good thing so you can do the bad thing. Like a good thing is a cover up for the bad thing. Uh uh. God's like, no, I want the blessing inside and outside in your thoughts and in your actions. Your actions is the outside. Your thoughts is the inside. And so God's like, I want that goodness flowing all the way to and fro. So as a man, think of so is he. As a girl, think of so is she. As a woman, think of so is she. As a son, a young, a young, a young boy, think of so is he. As you think, so you are. So think, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am highly favored. I'm a virtuous person. That's a person of truth. A person that, that keeps their body for when they become an adult. That they'll have relations with an adult male husband man of their own choosing. Or a female wife for the man of his own choosing. You see what I'm saying? And so you want to keep yourself, your whole body, you want to keep all your body for your husband, man, or for your female wife. You want to um, live a life that is a blessing unto the Lord. You're like, why do you want to hold yourself out till you get married? Because every time you connect with another person, that's a, that's a spiritual soul tie. And so all the stuff that is going on within their life comes into your life and it becomes a part. It's like, it's like a big a bowl of candy all the candy gets mixed up and so you want it you want to make sure that whatever is mixing with you is something that is good and holy otherwise it will try and tarnish you and and turn you to like you ever seen like bread that gets moldy it'll try to make you moldy and stink and so god made you to be like him smelling like honey on a honeycomb smelling just being blessed that's how god made you to be blessed. And so that's how you should be. You should be blessed. You feel me? You understand what I'm saying? You got me? You got me? I. Right. <laughs> you got me? You understand? And so um, if you need prayer, you can contact me at lutgradio at gmail.com. You can text me 858-848-6186. 858-848-6186. And you can just say, yo, Kathy, uh, look, this just... This is what I need prayer for. Just, you know, hit me up. It, when I say hit me up, I mean just because I ain't got to call you to pray for you. So you don't don't even worry about say, yo, she going to call back. I ain't going to call. I'm going to just start praying. So whatever you ask me to pray for, that's what I'm going to pray for. Now, if you want me to call, you got to. I'll call, but don't be don't be messing. Don't be messing my life around because my time is valuable. So I'll call and I'll pray with you, but it's going to be like a 30 second prayer. I'm not going to be on the phone for an hour. It's going to be like a 30 second prayer. And so, um, but, uh, cause I believe in getting to it. Bam, bam, bam. Let's get to it. Bam. What you believe in? Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, um, 
But if, if you if you want prayer, I'll I'll come in agreement with you. Just text me, yo, Kathy, this is such and such. You ain't even got to give me your whole name. You can put like the first initial of your name because God know who you are. Amen. Just put your first initial. You know, or you can just put a symbol, whatever you want. Or you say, yo, this is so-and-so or hey, this is what I want prayer for. Hey, this is what I want prayer for. I don't even need to, I don't even need your name. This is what I want prayer for. I need this. I need this. And so um, you can use like uh, one of those apps to uh, send it or you can send it because I mean with Google, I don't really check the phone numbers. I don't I don't go call back numbers. I don't ch- I don't do all that. I, it's too much trouble for me. So I don't I don't save those phone numbers. So if you text me and say, hey, I need prayer for this, then I'm, that's what I'm going to pray for. And I'm going to keep it going. All right. I'm going to try and get an email so that I can send that that way. Um, it's a little bit easier, but. Uh, the 858-848-6186, that's the number to the show, LUTG Radio Show, with me, Kathy Brooks, for LUTGradio.com. All right, so 858-848-6186, if you want prayer, let me know. I'll pray for you. Uh, I'll pray with you. I'll come in agreement with you. So get a scripture that you that you uh, want, that you got. Amen. Now, I got to tell you this. When you get a scripture and you pray, here's a couple things that God will not do. He will not kill somebody for you. He will not hurt somebody for you. What he'll do is he'll move them. He'll move you out the way. And if he has to, he'll, he'll surrender them. And when God surrenders them, it's more powerful than a blow to the face. It's more powerful than a Tyson knockout. You heard. And so, um, so he, he his goal is to not kill them, but to call them to repentance and to get them to change their evil ways. Now, if they still resist him, he'll give them over uh, to the enemy, which is the one they worshiping. And then the enemy ends up taking a life. Now, that's not to scare you. That's just giving you the real truth and information. You're like the enemy. Take, the enemy still kills and destroys. The enemy still kills and destroys. Now, do some people live a long life in sin? Yes, they do. They're miserable as heck, but yes, they do. But what God will do for you is he'll move you around all hurt, harm, and or danger. God's goal is to protect you. That's his goal. His goal is to protect you. Like um, he parted the Red Sea for Moses and uh, for the Israelites. They got across, but their enemy, the enemy that was pursuing them got drowned in that, that Red Sea. And so God will protect you. When you ask him for protection, he'll protect you. All right. And so uh, don't be afraid to tell the truth. Don't be afraid. Uh, don't be afraid to call on Jesus. Amen. God is good. I, I tell you that to say because uh, I, when I was younger, I grew up with this, uh, these kids. They were, they were being hurt. And um, they, were, they were too afraid to tell. They were too afraid to tell. So they, they telling us, the other little kids who really can't do nothing, but go tell our mama and daddy, mama and daddy, such and such a happened. This happened. And so what mama and daddy say, don't go over there no more. Don't go over there no more. Um, but, you know, with having cops on the on the block, you know, the, the, the information got to the cops and, you know, it did get stopped. I ain't going to say who got stomped in the face, but I'll just say it got stopped. <laughs> it, things got stopped. Um, but often parents will say, hey, I don't want you over there no more. And that's for your own protection because whatever has happened with your little friend, they don't want that to happen to you. Uh, so don't be shocked if your if your parents say don't do that, but don't be afraid to tell them because they'll be the ones that are that'll get that child some help. Say, OK, well, we got to call somebody. We're going to pray, but we also got to call somebody and make sure that they OK. You feel me? So don't be afraid to help your friend by telling your parents what's going on. Don't be afraid to help your friend who's an adult. By telling uh, their mother, their father, their brother, their sister, uh, their aunties, their uncles, tell their pastor what's going on. Tell, tell it. You can go tell the police. Tell somebody what's going on. You know what I mean? Somebody that you know that loves them and wants to bless them. All right. My name is Kathy Brox, um, and I did not introduce that the show was LUTG Radio in the beginning. I should have. I'll, I'll probably have to edit this. You know, I'm just, I'm just regular folk. I'm just. 
I'm, 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 I'm doing something special for God. And so I don't think myself high or anything. And so the stuff I give you may not be edited to the perfect or to perfection, but it's the straight truth. All right. Jesus loves you, beloved. And so uh, my name is Kathy Brox, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Visit the show. Uh, check out the resources. Uh, visit the website. Visit the shop. Be a blessing uh, and love somebody and tell somebody about Jesus. Bring them over to the LUTG Radio so they can read about salvation. Amen. Everything is free. Amen. Glory to God. The, con- the resources are free. Uh, the shop is not. All right. God bless y'all. Ha, ha, ha.